All right, I think I'm fucking with this. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Hey guys, welcome to Conversations for My Grandkids. I'm Seamus. I'm Adam. And uh, here we go again for this wonderful ride, man. How are you feeling? I'm feeling all right, dude. I'm feeling pretty tranquil. Yeah, pretty tranquil. We just, uh, tranquil. Tranquil. I'm feeling full of tranks. For uh, for all the people out there listening, hey, how's it going? Thanks for listening. Hey, people. Uh, we just had a new sort of routine that we set up where we did yoga slash meditated before doing this podcast, so we're both feeling a little loosey-goosey. Yeah, we'll see how this turns out. No man. venom tonight, man. No venom tonight. No, I'm just going to be like, I love everybody, and nothing makes me upset. Yeah, you know, I've recently, it's like one change among many that I've been starting to make, that, like meditating doing yoga, like shit like that, which is like some hippie shit, you know, classic hippie shit. But at the same time, you can't really deny the benefits of a lot of it. And you can't deny the the harms of doing things in the way that like our parents habitually, habitually learn them. Like sitting in chairs, for example, is something we take for granted. But like it really does like put a weird, you put your back in a weird spot. Yeah. You know, humans didn't fucking evolve with chairs. We made them long after our shit was all set up. Yeah. And it's kind of fucking with the way our bodies are naturally kind of put together. Well, I think the reason they call it hippie shit was because there's pro- I mean, they do that with everything that's scared. Everything that scares people, they label it as something. And like, it's sort of like the conspiracy theory thing. They're like, oh, that's a conspiracy theory. So there's nothing valid about it at all. Yeah, like, right. No- Ignore all the details. Yeah, don't look behind the curtain, man. Like, I'm not saying that meditation and yoga is, like, the end-all, be-all, but it, it makes me feel good. I feel happy, and I bet if a bunch of people did that, they'd, they'd feel happy, too. Yeah, I can also, like, think a lot clearer, like, more right to the point. You know, I don't get as, like, <sighs> anxious yeah. about my trains of thought, kind of ride them out. It's just, I don't think it's a good habit, you know what I mean? And even if you don't get some weird, like, spiritual understanding from your your personal meditation, like, that's not... Oh, that doesn't have to be the point. The point can just be to lower your heart rate for a fucking 10-minute period. You know what I mean? And neither of us are veteran med- meditators. Is that the word? Yeah. Veteran I was going to say mediators, med- but that's totally not the right word. <laughs> that's some shit you do in school. That's hall monitor status. Oh, yeah, but mediation's great, man. No, it, it's necessary. It really is. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, I think, I think if anything, what I learned today is that I just can't shut my thoughts off. They just go from one to the other. Like, it's yeah. like pinball almost. Like, mm-hmm. I went from, oh, I hear cars... Then I was thinking about, you know, some scary shit. You know me, always going to some scary shit. I was thinking about uh, this game Alien Isolation I'm playing, and that shit is fucking scary, dude. You know what's funny? You really, um, when you close your eyes and you kind of try to quiet your mind, whether it's for sleep or meditation, I tend to find that um, it, the like images that I see frequently kind of pop up in my, yeah. in my, you know, behind my eyes or whatever. And one of the images uh, that comes up a lot when I have to do this kind of work, because I, I work in a research lab, and I have to do these uh, hundreds of images of muscles and color, like, get them to uh, like Photoshop them the right way so that they the blue is blue, the pink is pink, and there's no, like, you know, light pink, dark pink. So I have to do, like, it's really simple, but I just, I have to do it over hundreds of images. And the muscle cells are shaped in a really um, kind of... It, they're all circles, and then the the nuclei are kind of around them. So it's blue rings, and inside the blue ring is all red for where your muscle cell would be. Whoa. But I see these like these circles. Uh, I'll show you an image, and like it could be the image for this episode is a fucking uh, muscle cell. My friend Adam, uh, he's, got, he's got muscles on the mind. Yeah, dude. He's always honestly, thinking about muscles. Dude, when I go to sleep at night, when I have to do all <laughs> those images, I swear to God, I see the images of the muscle cells in my head. When I wake up and I've had a wet dream, it's like, oh, the muscles, <laughs> the muscles, man. Yeah. All those goddamn nuclei. Oh, God. I just, uh, I can't control myself. 
Oh, man. But I just, I've been starting to realize, honestly, and this kind of goes along with the meditation tip, is that, you know, we there are things that people think are crazy not to do. Have a, you know, For, sit, sit around in chairs. Like, what do you mean you don't sit in chairs? Like, but really, is it that fucking crazy? Because most of the world doesn't have chairs. You know what I mean? Like, most people don't even fucking own chairs. They just sit around on the ground or whatever. Like, it's... We, we take all this shit for granted, and I'm trying to find, you know, bring it back to basics. What do I need from, as a physical organism to be, to, for everything to work functionally and well? You know, what do, what do I really need? Do I, are chairs really good for me, or do they make shit way too easy? I, I had a experience like that recently. I was watching a Vice documentary about the lamb wrestlers in Nigeria. <laughs> yeah, you gotta look this up. This shit is insane. So the, Lamb wrestling, I don't know if it's L-A-M-B, but I think that'll turn up in Google. That's what I did. Yeah. But these guys are like brick fucking houses, man, because all they do is they're, they're wrestling. they got to pin the opponent. and But it's as big as like FIFA in Nigeria. It's like huge. They have banners, billboards. People go to the games and go fucking ape shit. Oh, yeah. Like, fuck yeah. But since Nigeria is pretty poor, I think it's Nigeria. If I'm wrong, sue me. But one of them African countries, I'm not supposed to know geography. I'm sitting in my chair in America. I'm all big. Look at me. What do I need to know about the rest of the world for? This is America. Well, no, but these guys are like brick fucking houses, man. And they had the one reporter from Vice who was like a small white guy. I mean, he's smaller than me, but even, you know, compared to this dude, I was like, I would feel like a scrawny little, like, you know, like, <laughs> like a little bitch. I was like, oh my God, mom, dad, thanks for telling me that every person in the world could kick the shit out of me at any time. Like, <laughs> Where was that lesson? Where was that lesson? Because I just learned it today, and it fucking, it sucked. Like, every person in history, I, if, if there was an arm wrestling contest with, like, people in World War One or Two or any war, really, I would fucking get demolished. If you think about it on a simple level, their day-to-day tasks were just so much harder. Like, washing clothes, you used to get have to get a washing board and fucking, like... Like really scrub your clothes on this washing board and you'd have to carry water places and shit. Like people had much harder lives that required a whole lot of physical effort that we're just totally missing in like city life or, you know, suburban life. If you're a farmer, like you're getting your, you're, you know, you're good. You're probably fine. But in, in the city where you go to your apartment, you go to work, you go, you know, even if you go to the gym, you know, you're spending an hour a day out of, 18 that you're awake yeah doing physical activity while the the rest of the day you're sitting on a fucking chair all day it's just weird because that's not how we that's not how humans were designed i think the 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 bookend for today's show is probably going to be fuck chairs that's that's what i (laughs) see keep popping up over and over yeah we're gonna see if we can bring that back fuck chairs chairs. hey everyone take your chairs put them out in the street and just burn them i don't know if it's legal but i mean if you want to if you really want to know seriously why you should get rid of your chairs you got to look up the She's Katie Bowman. Mm-hmm. Katie Bowman. She, you know, she's done a lot of putting the pieces together as far as what our bodies are. Who is she? What does she do? do? She's a biomechanist. I think she. Okay. She's. I don't know. She's really fucking smart, and she figured some shit out that makes a lot of sense. Um, but basically, her whole idea is movement is what's missing. You know, you got to keep moving. So if you don't have a, a couch, for example, you sit on the floor. And like, oh, the floor is uncomfortable. Well, yeah, it kind of is. So you have to keep moving and adjusting your position. And you're burning calories when you do it. You're stretching different muscles when you're moving around. So every seven or eight minutes, you shift to a different position and a different muscle is getting stretched. As opposed to sitting in a comfy chair where you don't want to move for three hours. You're like, your muscle, everything's getting locked in this stiff position, even if it's comfortable. 
I think you move too when you're sleeping as well. So like when you're awake and you're just sitting in a chair and you're just like zoning out into something, you're not moving as much as you even would be when you were asleep because you shift positions. I think about like 30 times per night, something like that. Yeah. Where it's either you just roll over or that. you do something like that. And, mm-hmm. and when we're just watching TV, I, I heard a stat that was like you burn more calories sleeping than you do watching TV, blah, blah, blah. And I, I mean, it makes sense because you're literally just sitting very still, not yeah. moving. And, and since it's been so cold out, I found myself just sitting a lot of the times in my Dude, back that is, is killing that me. That is the fucking struggle. That's why I've been trying to get on my, my yoga tip a little bit more just to keep all my shit stretched. You know what I mean? I'm not even that – I'm not too concerned about like putting on the fucking pounds of muscle. I just don't want my body to freeze up in the wintertime because I can't go outside and do anything. Yeah, you got enough muscles to worry about. Thanks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, I mean I guess that's that, dude. I wanted to, I wanted to tell you about something though. Um, kind of get off topic here. Uh, I did some research for this show Whoa. because we had a. Con- I know, right? Whoa. Whoa. I actually did some outside activity. I was like, this is kind of like work. I spent six minutes doing this. <laughs> no, excuse <laughs> me. I spent an hour and a half doing something. Thank nice, you very dude. much. What was it? I watched the interview. Ah, uh, yeah. Was that an hour and a half long? And I know everyone's talking about the interview. I think it was about an hour and a half. I know everyone's talking about the interview, but man, I just felt like I had to see what all the hype was about. Or like, is. I know the hype wasn't really around the movie, but I wanted to see, like, let me just know so I can be up on my cultural bullshit, blah, blah, blah. But, hey, man, the interview fucking sucked. Yeah, I think I saw it, like, two or three days after you did, because you told me you saw it. I was like, oh, let me, uh... I don't, I don't, I could tell by, you were like texting me the whole time. I was like, oh man, Seamus is definitely going to want to talk about this. Let me just watch this movie so I, I, we don't have to waste time with context. You know what I mean? Let's just get to the nitty gritty. So, spoiler alert, that movie fucking sucks. <laughs> that movie fucking sucks. Uh, th- it was funny in the beginning. They had all this stuff with, with making fun of American culture and like the TMZ shit where they have the celebrities <laughs> yeah, come out. Yeah. And I thought that was great. I thought that was a good But point. then the, the biggest problem with this movie is that it was just really fucking boring. Like it was boring. I was bored because nothing really happens throughout the the, the whole middle of the film. Nothing happens. Mm -hmm. And then there's just all the jokes get really repetitive and it's like, oh, he shoved it up his ass or like they kissed each other because but they're both men, right? Like it was just, yeah, I think the jokes, what really got bothered me was that the jokes were really easy. Like in the beginning, that was a little bit more like they had to think about like what kind of person are we are we going to make fun of here? You know what I mean? At least they went with that and had r- relevant kind of jokes to the person that they're making fun of. You know, the, the TV host character kind of guy. Yeah. But later in the movie, they kind of abandoned that whole effort and just had generic kind of like, oh, stick up in his butt. Like, oh, kissing guys. Like, okay. Like, really? Like, I sent you the one. More point. guys are going to kiss in this movie? Like, we, I get it. But I'm not even against seeing guys kiss. But, like, you're just using it as a joke because... People aren't used to seeing it. You know what I mean? It's so easy. Why are you, Why did you do that four times? Well, it's it's repetitive, too, because a lot of the same jokes could have been in Pineapple Express. There, there was no reason for them to specifically be in a movie about North Korea. Some of it was, but a lot of it was just dick jokes. Like, the, I sent you the one quote because I was so mad when I heard it. Because there's a point where he gets contacted by the guy from North Korea, and he says, Hey, I want you to meet me in the something Dong province. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and Seth Rogen goes, Okay, <laughs> did you say Dong? And I was like, what the fuck am I watching right now? Yeah, yeah. That's a red flag. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, it's just such an easy joke. And I'm not against easy jokes. You know, I want to be clear on that. I'm not against easy jokes. I'm not against fart jokes. I'm not against, you know, having guys kissing as a joke because it has a shock value to it. I'm I'm totally not against it. But if you do that four times in your movie, it just makes me... 
it, it, it makes my paranoia switch go off. And I'm like, are you just not good at writing jokes that you use that four times? Or do you care? Do you, Yeah, exactly. I, I, how did you watch this and not go like, oh, we probably, we did a lot of the same jokes. Yeah. Like the same punchline a lot of times. It's like, oh, it's his dick, dude. It's his dick. I, I th- thought too, like I was worried, you know, I was being too harsh because what if a lot of it is ad lib? Like they, they didn't script a lot. Of it. Well, even then, like fucking write a script then. If your movie turns out like <laughs> that, write a fucking script. You yeah. know what I mean? There's really no excuse because the final product is the final product. The final product, that movie had repetitive jokes that my whole problem in the same vein, obviously not my whole problem because I said that the other shit was my whole problem, but another part of the whole fucking problem is that they, uh, the jokes that they had about North Korea, not many of them were very North Korea related at all, if that makes any sense. They were more just like, oh, he's going to fuck her. Like, how funny would that be? Because she's the hot one and he's kind of like, you know, they could be James Franco. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, well... I just, just give me something, like, there's so much weird shit going on in North Korea that they could have used the source material that was just totally missing from that movie. And they opted to go with sticking up your butt jokes. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I, I don't know. I, it was, it was a disappointing movie, but, but maybe, I'm wondering maybe had they not hyped it up like this, had they not had this whole controversy, would I have enjoyed it more? Would I have cared? Would I have yeah. just been like, oh, it's just a Seth Rogen movie. That's pretty stupid. I'm never going to think about it again. Because a lot of his movies I don't care for. I like Pineapple yeah. Express a lot. I don't really like a lot of his other movies. I actually like, what was the one where the chick was pregnant? That was a good movie. I liked that one. And people hated it, or panned it, I think. What fucking it was what like, was that called? It was the one right after Superbad, where people were like, oh, yeah, yeah here it comes. It like, here's the next called? one. I see, I don't remember. I, it, he gets her pregnant, and then, you know, like, their relationship is based solely on the pregnancy. Kate something? Is it Kate something? Am I crazy? I have no idea. I can't remember. Hey, Fuck. look it up. Go on look Wikipedia. It up. Somebody Check tell it us. out. Somebody tell us. Um, yeah, but it's like you said. I think uh, what happened was it got so fucking hyped up because of the whole seriousness of like the threats from the, quote, North Koreans, unquote, because yeah. I'm not totally I'm sold not down on that. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, had had it been not a news thing, maybe we would have we watched it and just been like, oh, well, you know, another one that's just not in my vein. You know, it's not. A, it's kind of a quirky, weird but Side project, maybe. I, I, don't I don't even know, know though, because I, that if that movie had just come out, I remember seeing commercials for it in the theater and being like, "Oh, I'm definitely not going to see that." Like, I would go see it if we had free tickets, or if you were like, "Hey, let's just go see a movie." But yeah. I wasn't like, "Here comes the interview. I can't wait." Right. I was yeah. like, "Oh, it's that weird one where they're making fun of Vice." Like, oh uh, yeah, okay. yeah. I kind of my thought. You're right. I kind of thought, let's see what uh, Seth Rogen and James Franco kind of do with the North Korean situation. And they've got great source material because Vice just went there and just got the like the freshest scoop on North Korea. So talk to those guys, see what North Korea is like, have some weird scenes. You know, there's it, there's comedy in just replicating scenes from Vice. I was la- I was like is this is that fucking real? They're really just pretending to have a whole entire floor of people on computers Oh, they're, they're, you know, they're working. They're doing research. Every single one is on Google. Just, just the just home, home screen. Just, the home just screen. not even typing anything in. Just being like, I'm on a computer. And they, yeah. think, they think that that would fool somebody. Like, well, that's, it's they had like They had, like, the fake grocery store thing in them. Yeah, but, yeah. But they didn't go, they didn't, they didn't do enough. Like, the whole Kim Jong-un thing, could it could have been anybody else who, oh, I didn't expect him to be, like, a guy who's cool. Like, <laughs> like every every other movie they do. Yeah. But that being said, I think the guy that played Kim Jong-un is great. He needs, yeah. he needs to get more work. I think he nailed it. 
wasn't. It was just they didn't write his his role as well as they could. He have. was the best part of the movie. Oh, absolutely. I, every absolutely. time, every time Seth Rogen and James Franco were on this movie, I was like, I hate you guys. Why do I hate you guys? I don't. <laughs> I don't usually hate you guys. Yeah, I usually think you guys are great, and now I just think, whatever. I don't know. So that hey, there you go, guys. That's my crazy review. And I, I, I was sending you text messages. I was like, "This is like work, man. I don't want to finish this." Yeah, movie. I didn't text you back because I didn't want any more details. I was like, "Let me try to look at this objectively." And honestly, honestly, there were some parts that made me laugh. Oh, I laughed right? really hard at a couple parts. As a whole, it was, it was an okay movie. It was kind of funny. I mean, there was there were bad parts. There were things that I really disagreed with. But like the experience of watching the movie was not terrible to me. Right. So there's that. All that being said, I still had many problems with the movie. You know what yeah. I mean? And a lot of that might have been... It, it all might have felt a little bit more important than it really was because of the whole fucking media Oh, for sure. I, I can only... Yeah, I'm assuming. Yeah. Because, like, had we just seen it, it wouldn't have even been a thing that we'd have brought up. But everyone's talking mm, about it, yeah. so we gotta give our stupid two cents. Like, who gives a fuck? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, fuck. fuck the interview. Hey, what a great way to sell that last segment. Who gives a fuck? Who gives Let's a whole fuck. fuck. Sorry we wasted 20 minutes of your life, but who gives a <laughs> fuck about any of that? Like, well, hey, it's rather waste 20 minutes than an hour and a half watching that shit. Watch yeah, the- there you go. We just saved you actually an hour and 10 minutes. I think so. that's a great movie for best of clips on YouTube. Like, the opening scenes are really funny, and I laughed at yeah. some of the scenes at the end. Just the show connections me the- are a little bit weak. Between the scenes, we're that ADD generation, man. Give me if you can't summarize in a YouTube video, then I don't fuck with it. Give me the give yeah. me the best bits. Yeah, I don't care. I get it. I think it, that whole instinct comes from well, you know, there's ha- somebody is going to be able to do that. It's like somebody's going to give me, is going to give me a synopsis in a minute that I'm like, okay, I kind of get this movie. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Somebody online is going to be like, oh, one five one minute synopsis of my favorite movies. Number five, Top Gun. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, oh, now I'm going to watch Top Gun. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those those videos are so weird, man. I hate those videos on YouTube where it's just a guy with a camera talking to the. Talking to the screen, like, yeah. here's my review of the Royal Rumble 2012. Yeah. I really like John Cena, but I didn't like that he didn't do this. And it's just, it's, they're just shitting it out. I, I found the most depressing YouTube video yesterday. I was watching a video about Neil deGrasse Tyson. Nice. Where he's talking about, um, he's talking to some guy on like Fox News or something about, uh, the weather, or not the weather, yeah, climate change, mm-hmm. climate change, and he was talking about how old the earth is, blah, 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 and I just saw this comment that was like, well, actually, we found out that the earth is only 400 years old, and I was like, hmm, well, this could just be someone dicking around on uh, YouTube, let mm-hmm. me just see what they're about. It was this, like, 12-year-old girl <laughs> who had a YouTube video where she was saying that it would be great if she could get a million subscribers. She was like, I know it's probably not going to get to that point, but, like, if you guys could just, like, subscribe, I'd be really... <laughs> I'd really appreciate it. She was like, I'm in sixth grade, but I'm not going to tell you my age. And I was like, well, well, kind of just did. Kind of narrowed it down. And then uh, well. she was the only one commenting on the video also. She was just like, wow, I got five views on my first video. And I was just like, oh, thank no. God I didn't have the internet at her age. Or I didn't have access to like YouTube. Or it wasn't was as crazy, dude. It wasn't as crazy. No, because I made some dumb videos. I just yeah. didn't post them anywhere. Right. But you made some dumb videos in high school and maybe middle school. Maybe some middle school shenanigans but it wasn't a thing where it was like oh let's like do a video every week or like let's do a video right now and like let's pump let's fucking force this whole let's just force our image out there online you know constantly and like and that's the the weird issue i think that um kids 
who are not in our generation, but maybe like a couple years later who can't remember not having the internet. Mm -hmm. They're like, they're, they're trying to express themselves on the internet, which is a public kind of space. It's not a physical one, but it's still public. And, you know, it has all the dangers of being in a public place minus physical altercations, right? So you can still have things stolen from you. You can still, you know, uh, say something and get in trouble for it because it can be traced back to you. That kind of shit. You, you really, you still have to be responsible. Mm. But at at such a young age, you can't really understand what that means. Well, because at that age, you don't even. I think unless you're traveling places, unless your dad is like an explorer or something, you're not seeing these other countries. You're not understanding the vastness of the world. Mm-hmm. You're just like, ah, oh, the world, right? Everyone's gonna be cool, blah blah blah. Yeah, Nicki Minaj and fucking uh, Kanye West, like Azalea Banks, like the world. I can you get know, there, they're, but they're, but they're also they they are also. Em- these YouTube stars who have basically done the same thing where they just put out video after video after video and eventually got, you know, millions of subscribers. Do you know what I mean? Like those vlogs and shit. Yeah. It makes you wonder, you know, at what point do you just start and you'll figure it out later? You know, like how good do you have to be to put something out? I think there is a line and I, that's where I I think kids don't really understand where that line is. I'm just not, I, I know what's, you know, not good enough to be online or in the public sphere. I know what's like good enough, definitely good enough, but in that gray area where it's like, ah, I don't know. Like, yeah. You know, it's pretty bad, but like I could see where they could grow from this. Like this could be something cool. Mm-hmm. And in hindsight, if the show becomes huge, you can look back and be like, oh, that's when it was shitty. Like, oh, the cool days, you know, I was, in, I was there like when that shit was going on, but how good does your product have to be before you put it out? I mean, we're putting this out. I think it's good enough. Yeah. But we are just putting this out, though. We yeah. did a few that people will not hear for a long time. Unless, yeah. it, you know, we get better or people like it or, you know what I mean? Yeah, we're not people just gonna... are just begging for some old shit. Like, yeah. let's hear it from the dirty days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The dirty days. That's what we'll label these first couple ones. Hey, today is the dirty day. It's Martin Luther King <laughs> day, so... Happy yeah. birthday or whatever. Happy birthday, MLK, man. Oh, God. If only we had another one. If I hate, only we had no, another one. Well, okay. We're, we're not going to have another one for a while. Uh, we're not going to have another great leader like that for a very long time. But but the problem I have with Martin Luther King Day is going on Facebook <laughs> uh-huh. and seeing people. Yeah, this is my problem with it. Don't, don't have it. <laughs> don't have it anymore because I don't want to see people posting all their favorites. It's fucking offensive, all right? Here's my MLK quote because everyone's putting up an MLK quote and I want to make sure people know that I like MLK today. <laughs> like, like if he really gave a shit, you'd be posting this shit all year. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, yeah. not, not just It'd be like an MLK quote a week. You know what I mean? It's like people who show up to church on Christmas. I'm Christ- here! Christmas and Easter. C&E's. Yeah. That's what we call them. C&E's. Yeah. Well, hey, that's what that's what it is on Facebook. I, I made sure not to post anything. It's the same yeah. reason I don't wish anyone happy birthday on there because I don't care. That's the trap that people fall into and it makes you look fake because no one, everyone knows like you can't be cared about or you can't really care a lot about all these different things that you are just saying you care about because you have to have, make your profile look a certain way or, or have like certain things as criteria like movies you you know if you if someone clicks your movies tab you want the right movies to be there and if there's some movies that aren't there you watch them just so that you can put them on there now you're like doing shit oh it's MLK day like uh, like well what do I say like oh MLK quote okay well how about the, the guy who is doing volunteer service does he even take a picture you know because does, then he might look like an asshole you know what I mean so why? But even you know, that I'm okay with. If you're out there doing something, that's great. I mean, I 
Listen, I, I know there's that weird thing where people are like, well, I don't want I want to look modest, so I'm not going to talk about my great achievements or whatever. But I think there's there's room for that. There's room to be like, hey, we, we did this volunteer thing for Martin Luther King Day. Because you're not being like, oh, I'm better than you. Fuck you. It's just like, this is what I did. And now other people get to see that. Yeah. But it's the people who just post things. Who just know. post like quotes or like... Like Martin Luther King Jr., like you were the best man. Like if, if only you were here. Like if I would take that bullet for you, dog. Yeah, I would have done it, man. Like, <sighs> yeah, I I hear you on that, man. I really, really it's just do. the fakeness of it. Yeah, I think. I, yeah, but it and it's so easy. That's the thing I, I was trying to get at. It's it's easy to have this fake presence where you're saying all the right things, but you know how important is that when in the room, you know, you you don't really have opinions past. You know, I saw it once. Oh yeah, I kind of, I kind of saw that. Like, just so that you could have put it on, put it on like your Facebook profile yeah. or like, it's like an online. Like, it's like resume. the people who do, you ever hear the Tough Mudder. This is my prime example. Yeah, it's. I think it's the Tough Mudder. I know people who've done the Tough Mudder, but but you don't have to do the whole thing. You can skip whatever the fuck portion you want. If it's like, oh, that's too hard. Like, you can just walk around it. I think it's the Tough Mudder. It might be like the Spartan Race or like some other one of those like I'm a badass things. But at that point, you're literally just going to put that picture on your Facebook page. Yeah. You're not even finishing the yeah. physical task. You're just saying like, oh, I did, I, I did it. Like, ah, uh, I'm one of those people. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's weird, man. I'm it's in a really group. Weird. People like me. I'm in a community. That's why I really, you know, I used to be all about posting online. And I read a study that it was like five years ago. But it was saying that people on Facebook, you know, their profiles were actually... Uh, a pretty good reflection of who they were as people. And I, at the time, I really felt that mine was. I felt that my opinions were there. My, the, the books that I really liked were there. The, you know, I, I really kind of tried to tailor it to who I was. And then, you know, aunties and cousins and uncles and, you know, parents and all this weird shit, all these people, uh, like adults started coming on. And then you started having to guard your words and you couldn't really have an opinion past a certain point because you didn't want to offend somebody and have them tell your mom that you said, you know, X, Y, and Z. And then it's, the whole point is just taken away. Once you introduce censor, censor, censorship into a system at any point, I think, you know, even if it's a little bit, it just has like a, a ripply kind of slippery slope effect yeah and even on any level because that's not like a that's not like a dictatorship sort of censorship that's like a societal thing where you let yeah. people in that you like didn't really want to let in it for a while it was kind of like a cool kids club at first right we could say whatever the fuck we want because nobody's looking on myspace hey i just said fuck <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah yeah we can say whatever we want and then now it became like a global the biggest community. fucking thing yeah. ever which has it, it has its own advantages, advantages for sure absolutely i treat my facebook now as a place to uh for only really important things or like really interesting things that i find i'll post like something once a week i rarely update my status now because i don't really you know i don't there's nothing there's often nothing that i could say in a sentence or two that is like "Mm, i really want people to know that i think this you know what i mean i really don't think i don't i don't really give a shit what people think what about what i think but every now and then, it's like, hey, for anybody who's like a friend of mine who who cares about what I think is interesting, I'll throw something out there. Yeah, and uh, I'll message people. I it's like a database of my friends that I've all the people I've known in the past, and it's nice to still have a connection to them. You know, if I wanted to talk to one of these people, I really could easily. You know, I could talk to any of them. But I think it's all about moderation. You know, what are you really doing on there? What are you really? What's your purpose of being on Facebook? 
I think Facebook now is more or less a place to go and find links. So you can kind of gauge what the people you're involved with in your real life are interested or reading. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's sort of like, what is everyone else looking at on the internet? It's not necessarily like, or it's a messaging thing. It's not, you know, there's a communication Mm -hmm. thing. It's not, it's not like a, you're not putting out the statuses like, well, this bitch in fucking fifth period, she did this and blah, blah, blah. Like there was a lot of that at the beginning. Remember there used to be like Facebook beefs or this chick would be upset. And she, I remember this one girl, we used to read her statuses because they were always, always amazing. Oh my God. Every time. The most drama feel like you couldn't write better drama into someone's life. Yeah. And word it in a more, you know, uh, how do we say a colorful way? Like, oh God. Yeah. So many typos, but it was great. Yeah. I just think, uh, you know, it's now it's just another public space and you have to be just as careful on there as you are in any other public space. So my whole approach to being careful is to only do things when it's important. You know what I mean? Only use Facebook when it's important and you have something important that you want to share. If you want to message somebody, fine. Like that, you know, fucking go wild because yeah, everyone has a reason for communicating. And that's its biggest purpose. In and that's life. basically the place where you can say whatever you want in a message because you're just talking to a specific person. You right. know what I mean? Which is why I always feel bad when whenever there's a crime or something and they pull up the Facebook messages because I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm like, sucks. Oh. It's like an invasion of pro- – I mean, I know – I don't know. Good, it's a weird, you know, good, probably good reason for getting it and all that, you know. But can we not share it on the news? Like, yeah, that seems yeah. a little. That's a personal conversation. Yeah, it's weird. I get. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I know that they have to do that for certain things. But if it's like evidence, like I'm going to buy a gun today, and they're like, "Well, he shot up a mall, so now we know that this was him." Yeah, yeah. But yeah. but when it's like uh, when it's like a guy like hitting on a girl or something, and they post that, yeah, it really yeah. makes me uncomfortable. Like, oh, girl, like I thought you said you wanted to do double anal. Like what? Like yeah. I didn't need to hear yeah, that. You yeah. could have just alluded to sexual, you know. Uh, shenanigans you, you didn't have to go full out I don't want to criticize this guy's game yeah right you know I just want to hear what is double the logic two behind. dicks <laughs> yes oh Jesus yeah man that sounds terrible I'm going to expand your, your boundaries one day I, no one I don't want to expand my porn boundaries man I think I've seen too much already <laughs> seriously yeah, you definitely have for sure yeah for me sure too. I mean me, everyone has yeah it's, we're, it's weird man I, I see a lot of people in our generation kind of taking a step back from a lot of what has traditionally kind of been seen as progression, right? So, like, you would think in the 70s, porn was, like, Playboy magazine, right? And it was, like, you know, fucking really kind of showtimey or, like, you know, there's a lot of, uh, like, I don't know how to describe it, but it was very not real. It was it was an image that they were mm. selling, right? Uh, and you got this magazine and everything was tailored, you know, that kind of a way. You would think that... Yeah, everything was but, fixed up, photoshopped. Uh, right, what, all the all the details they went into just make this the perfect high image. production value, yeah. right? But the problem is, you only found one in like your uncle's fucking stash, or like someone you know your friend has one, or like whatever. And you have to like you know, not many people had access to it. You would think like, oh well, you know, dudes like porn. Like porn's like we like porn. You would think that the internet spreading porn out to the masses would be like a good thing, right? And it's like, oh well, now you have free porn on the internet. Like I can, I don't even have to pay for it. But it's first of all, it's fucking addicting. Second of all, it's it's just so harmful in so many ways uh, to have a habit of doing it. Yeah, you know, or like a an intense habit, or like a you know too much is it really has some some negative side effects yeah. on image, especially when you're young. I don't go anything below double anal, man. Nothing <laughs> below that. It's got to be a double anal or, or bust, man. Dude, triple anal at least. <laughs> Just stuff as many as you can in there. I want to see. Yeah. There's lots of that, too. That's disgusting, man. Disgusting. Yeah. I, I, man, it's going to be weird when my family listens to this shit, but... 
Whatever. Whatever. I watched. I've watched a whole lot of fucking porn, man, in my life. Yeah. And a lot of like, it got to a point where like, it's it gets to a weird point when I got started watching porn when I was seven. The average age is like ten, right? It gets to to a weird point where you're kind of like a. It's kind of like a connoisseurship that that happens where you're like, let me taste this video. Right, right. Wow. You're, you're just like, you're like, oh, there's so many of these different types of videos. Like, I just kind of want to see one of everything now. And I didn't even like beat off to like all the porn that I've ever watched because a lot of it I was just watching to be like, all right, well now I've seen that kind. Like, oh, what's that called? Like, what is that? Like, yeah. oh, okay, I see, I see how that works now. And it's weird, like that. You know, sex shouldn't get to that point where it's so. Like the 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 physical drive behind it is just totally wiped away, yeah. and all you're left with is this abstract like uh, uh, like concept. It, it you know it's weird, and I would much rather sex be always uh, attributed to, like along with a, the physical like act of making love. Now I would much rather that be the standard for my brain. Rather than like I'm watching this porn and beating off with my own hand, like yeah. I don't want that to my you know to get in the habit of that being the the thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Because if you look at a Playboy now, you're just like, what is this kid shit? What is this yeah. like Hallmark card you've just handed me? But I, my argument is that should be enough. That should it totally should be enough. be enough. And if that isn't if that isn't enough for you, and you're like, oh, I need to like look up some like more shooting. I need a video. Like I need like this or that or like to like fucking. Then you need to like. Goose froba for a while, and like lay off the porn and fucking think about your concept of sexuality and all that kind of shit. Because yeah. I think you're you're kind of letting yourself astray. I saw a documentary about the uh, wrestling in the '90s and how it was like this huge thing, and it was like we're breaking all the boundaries. Yeah. And they brought this chick out with like a really tight fitting bikini, and they were like, "Yeah, I couldn't believe that they were doing that." And I was like, "I wish <laughs> I could get any semblance of a boner from this," because like right, right now I'm just looking at it like, "Whoa, what the fuck?" Totally desensitized. Whose mom is this? I've seen so <laughs> many tits in my life, dude. So many tits just based on porn that it's like you know when you see like oh the bikini it's like you're like oh what like c's like fucking you know i they're definitely fake you know what i mean like it's that's what you're thinking about instead of you know like oh shit like those are some fucking cojones brother you know what i mean cojones what kind of porn are you watching man oh jesus christ (laughs) cojones that's funny double anal but only dudes only dudes do you have the gay train porn gay train porn after another man it's I, a gay train. I've, I've never seen any gay train porn. Sorry, I've seen it, Soul Train seen porn. <laughs> Soul the, Train porn. Just, they all have afros. Seinfeld porn. Upstairs and downstairs. <laughs> Seinfeld porn. The Smurfs. The ET one. Have you seen the ET no, one? I see the ET. Oh, one. that one's really I, okay. So I do go on that one website sometimes. That's like, a, hey guys, here's some great advice. If you're ever like in the mood to jerk off and you want to stop immediately in your tracks. Go to eFucked. It's eFucked, right? <laughs> yeah. I've been on yeah. eFucked many times. That's a that, boner killer, That's dude. the kind of porn I think you should just be able to recreationally watch because you're not jerking oh, yeah. off to it. You're just watching it and being like, what the fuck is going on with yeah, this world? Yeah. Like, ugh, this is disgusting. It's yeah. all the grossest porn things that have been out in the world. Yeah. You can imagine my excitement, man, when I found my that excitement. Because that then... Almost ripped right through my pants. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh. But it was, uh, you know, it was a... A collection of the weirdest shit in porn. You know what I mean? And that's pretty much what I was looking for when I wasn't like trying to beat off. So when I wasn't trying to beat off, there's two very different modes. When I wasn't, then it was like, all right, let me see some shit I haven't seen before. Right? Then I would go to eFuck and it's like, oh, I've never seen any of this weird ass shit. Like the, the behind the scenes, like the, the mistakes and the weird shit. Woo, that's, 
That's some tough shit sometimes. The girl with the vagina that's so big that the dude just sticks his head inside of it. You've seen that video, <laughs> yes. right? Oh, sweet video. Watch it every night before I go to bed. <laughs> I have nightmares every night. I never not have nightmares. Oh, man. Man, oh, man. What is the world coming to? <laughs> We're turning back, man. We're getting to the point where expansion is no longer the, the, the paradigm that works. Yeah. You know, in the past, you kept expanding and you kept expanding. And, you know, you took over your neighbor's place because you never knew when they were going to come fuck you up, you know, because you or didn't even, know what they were about. Even on a smaller level, you, you compete with your neighbors as far as like, well, he got a tractor. I got to get a bigger tractor. Yes. Yeah. Fuck him. And now we're just sort of like, well, we don't even need chairs. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like we're taking it back. Like, because at the end of the day, at the end of that road of let me get a bigger tractor. Now let me uh, make my thing bigger. Like, you know, we'll go to get a bigger house. You know, you need more and more and more. We, we're now seeing what the end result of that is. And that's literally, we are affecting the climate of the entire planet. We're at the point where there's no more expanding. You know, it used to be one country to another and, you know, you take over. Now we're all so heavily connected, not only by the internet, but by trade routes, commerce. You know, we're all so connected that we need to start thinking more globally. And I think the easiest way to do that is to start thinking of ourselves again as a species, as a, um, just another species on the planet. And if we think about ourselves more biologically, uh, I think we'll have much more happy, healthy, you know, people on the planet. The problem is that that's not the goal for the people who are in power now. Right. Happy, healthy people. Right. And it's going to be that transition from that sort of frame of mind to the frame of mind that we're having. So they're just waiting for the old people to die. Yeah. Kind of. And it's happening, you know, it's it's a slow burn at this point, but it's burning. You know, it's not going to go away. They're, the people who are going back to flip phones, there's more and more people who are going back to flip phones. <laughs> I got a story about that. Dude, I totally am down with that because I hate, I really hate the pressure that having a smartphone puts on you because you, you know... You have a calendar. So, like, why write down things on a paper calendar? It's like, well, I might as well use this one. And then, you know, you use it for your phone. You use it for your music. You use it for, like, as much as you can because it's like, well, I have it, so I might as well use it for everything, right? Then it's like, well, then you've taken so much of the responsibility of your brain and just outsourced it to a fucking device, which is fine for some things. I'm a big fan of alarms, you know, calendar events that pop up and remind you of shit that's important. But I am down with the idea of a flip phone just simplifying the whole thing. If you want to talk to me, call me. I have a laptop that I can check my email and do all that fucking bullshit. What do I really need a smartphone for? It's just a, a half computer, half phone. And I have a computer, so I don't really need the half computer. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, I see that point, and I'm, I agree with you. I'm okay with people who go back to flip phones. I understand it. But I think at a certain point, some people need an iPhone or a Galaxy or whatever they are, the smartphones, because uh, there's part of it that is addiction and there's also part of it that's convenience. Like, can you imagine, you, you just have maps now on your phone. You, you don't have right. any maps. You don't need alarm clocks. You don't need calendars. You don't need all these things. It's it's, simpl it's simplicity, man. It's simplicity in this device that is sort of like, people in history would have killed for this fucking thing. Anyone, right. anyone. Somebody in the 80s would be like, what the fuck is that? And just stab you, like immediately. These things are these things are great. I mean, flip phones are sweet, but what I'm saying is, I, I went to the store today to get my mom her first uh, her first <laughs> smartphone. Boy, oh boy! It's always I've a, never always been more embarrassed in my life. I this was the most uncomfortable situation in in <laughs> at least at least a week. Let's just give it that. Yeah. For I mean, it's Monday. That's so, a hundred percent, hey. <laughs> dude. 
she's she's had this phone since like 2006, right? She's like, why do I need to get a new phone? Just look up on Amazon. Her battery dies. She's like, look up on Amazon. Get me a new battery. I'm like, I I'm not going to do just that. You, just us having this conversation, you definitely need a new phone. You just need a new phone because you have no idea. You don't even know the the topic of discussion if you if you don't know why you need a different phone from 2006. So we walked into the store and she's doing that thing where she's already getting nervous. She's so scared. <laughs> She, I had to go with her to get the phone. It was, it was like she could not do it on her own, which I kind of understand, mm-hmm. but I would not want to have like have to have my kid come with me to buy a phone or something. Right. I would want to just figure it out on my own. Yeah. So anyway, but regardless, no judgment. No right. judgment here. I'm helping her. I do understand wanting to have – like that's like going to buy a car with a, a car guy. Yeah, know? I kind of, yeah, I get yeah. that. I get totally that. Totally valid. And maybe not our personal style because I also would just be like, well, let me do some research first yeah. you know, on my own. Then I'll go into the store with some questions or at least with an idea idea but if you choose to just bring somebody who's like this guy knows i trust his opinion i'm totally down with well that what too. i would do is ask a car guy for his opinion or is what i what, what do i say and then i would do yeah, it myself yeah, you know what i mean yeah. i'm not bringing the car yeah, guy i'm doing it point. myself but teach a man to fish man teach exactly fish, yeah. so anyway she's like doing the thing too where the guy's like he's like hi i'm george she's like what is a george like she's like <laughs> she's like lost her mind like she can't focus on anything she's like looking at me to answer all the questions. He's like, so how long have you had this phone? She like looks at me. I'm like, I, I don't know. Long time. Like, <laughs> very long She's time. like, do I need to give him my charger? I was like, why? Why Why would you? And then like, so he's like, she's like, but aren't these phones really expensive? Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, actually, they're pretty inexpensive. This one, we can get you for like 60 bucks. And it's a nice phone. I don't know what kind of phone it is. I don't remember because there's so many different brands of these smartphones. Now. Yeah. It has a nice screen. It has all the apps that you have on the iPhone. Mm-hmm. It's like buying the generic Cheerios. It's all the right, same right, shit. Right, right, right. You know yeah. what I mean? It's functional. And uh, I'm like, well, I'm like, hey, mom, this is the time for you to make a big decision. Do you want to get this smartphone or do you want to get another flip phone? They're both going to cost you the same amount. But I think you should get this iPhone because... I don't want you to get left behind. I don't want her to get left behind. And she's letting herself get left behind by not having one or not even under, because it's not even not having one. It's not understanding how far things have come because she Mm -hmm. was like, she was like, what do I need for this? I was like, well, we could get you like some headphones or whatever. And she's like, what do I need headphones for? I was like, oh, you can listen to music on this. She's like, I can listen to music <laughs> on my phone? Like a radio? Oh I was God. like, yeah, like a radio. Yeah, it's, I think of it like a record player. Oh God, like a radio, man. If your reference is radio for how to get music. Oh, oh she God. Was, she was like, why do I need this new thing? I was like, you sound like somebody who's on a horse and is like, what do I need a car for? I got, my horse is working fine. He's yeah. just totally cool. I mean, that being said... Now that we everyone has a fucking car, we're all very fat. <laughs> yeah, but that's you know? so where do you draw where like I'm I'm all for we're not progression. Fat, I'm all no, we're not. And a lot of it is responsibility, right? Very discipline is a huge part of does the device control you or do you control the device? But I I'm more for the simplicity argument where if you have a way to do it. You know, you don't really need to spend a whole lot of time having other ways to accomplish the same thing, right? So if you have a laptop, do your do your internet shit on the laptop, right? So then if you can do all your internet shit on the laptop and in like a certain amount, this is my laptop time, why do you need your phone to also have the internet on during the rest of the day? You know, why not just have a flip phone that just calls and texts 
And I kind of like texting on a flip phone because I like pressing buttons. It's like a... The click, the clicking noise? Yeah, click, click, it's click, satisfying. Click, click. And as opposed to a touch screen where you're like, did it go? Did it not go? Like, you know, yeah. I, I fucking swiped and I meant to click. Like, you know what I mean? It's, I like the simplicity of it. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I haven't changed my... I like my, either. And my I've, never, smartphone. I've never... I have an iPhone, for the record. Yeah. And I haven't gone back to a flip phone yet because at this point in my life... There are times when I don't look at my phone all day still. You know what I mean? I honestly, I think I'm still doing an okay job of using the, the phone for what I use it for, which is communication and music. And I don't, you know, it's it's very much on the sender side. When I have to send communication, I'll, if I have to send an email, I'll, I might go to my phone if I'm not at home. I'll send the email and then read the other ones that are open and then oh, this is I might as well just look at these emails and respond to them now and then I'd look at all those emails a chunk and I don't have to look at it again for six hours you know what I mean yeah and I think that that achieves a lot of the same thing that just having a flip phone would, would have you know because that all it does is take away the, the excess mm-hmm. yeah I mean it's 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 for every different situation I mean it's yeah. different for every person is what I'm trying to say True. because like I, I think my mom needs this because if she has no grasp on how far things have come, like the dude, like the dude, like asked the phone, like show me a picture of a lion, and it showed her a picture of a lion. She was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> Is, what? Like she's having the reaction that the people in the 1800s did, like moving pictures. She's like <laughs> getting out of the way. Oh, a lion! A real lion! Uh-huh. Like no, no, you're, it's not a real lion, mom. You're gonna be good. And the fact that she didn't know you could play music on it, stuff like yeah. that, is upsetting because. Even if you don't have one, to not know right. is is like, what the fuck? That I can say for sure is harmful. To not know is not good. Hey, this is this is a, a show about telling our grandkids what things were like right now. So, hey, I'm just going to let you guys know. Your great-grandmother, fucking, she didn't know what the fuck she was doing. Right? Yeah, and it looked silly to us. Like, how do you guys feel about that? How do you, how you guys feel about us when you're like, what do you mean you don't have an electro dick like everyone else? <laughs> Oh, God. Grandpa just has one of those normal flesh dicks. It's weird. It's not that great. It's just really It's really weird. unpredictable. Yeah. And it's ruined by porn. <laughs> grandpa's dick sucks. Basically dysfunctional. I'd say a grandpa's dick is like the interview. Like, why bother? <laughs> why bother? Unremarkable. Unremarkable dick. Oh, Jesus Christ. What the fuck are we even talking about? We're talking about uh, our grandkids. <laughs> They're going to be fucking crazy, man. I, I think it's, it's you know... It's like we say, man. Admit when you don't know something. We don't know. We don't know this shit. We don't know what the etiquette is yet. We don't know the rules for this shit. We're that's we're, we're still trying to figure that out. Yeah. You know how much time should you spend on Facebook? How much is healthy? We're just now having studies that it's like, oh well, it's actually not good to be on Facebook all fucking day of your fucking life. Like, oh really? Like, oh, I couldn't have fucking imagined that. But the studies are always lagging behind social understanding mm-hmm. because it's it's harder to quantify something than it is to just see it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have to figure out all the fucking factors involved and that kind of shit. But we're just now getting studies that are they're they're good enough to know the direction of where they're headed, but they're not detailed enough to have like rules or like, you know, the proper kind of formal understanding of like you know, actually the the radiation even though it's small that it emits from your phone when oh you're yeah talking. remember everyone used to say you're gonna get tumors and stuff right I, mean, I guess maybe that's still a possibility <laughs> have we right. cracked that code yet and, and maybe maybe it's just a you know a 0.01 percent increase in your chance of getting cancer but you know if you don't talk on the phone more than two hours a day then you you know you mitigate that risk 
you, it goes down to zero. That was a huge thing. I always used to hear about that. Like yeah. 10 years ago, people would be like, cell phones, the new craze or death trap. Like, it would always <laughs> yeah. be so, they're going to fucking kill you. Yeah. And they always have a story like, oh, like, this woman was holding it up to her ear and it fucking burst on fire. Like, yeah. And the laptop fucking battery explosions, they would always force that shit, I don't too. remember that. This man uh, went to the hospital and is seen here leaving in a wheelchair because his laptop overheated and exploded into flames on his lap while he was watching porn. While <laughs> he was watching porn, yeah. Oh, uh, Tracy, we can only imagine the damage there. <laughs> uh, Jesus, Tracy. But they were, there were a lot of those stories, respect. man. Whatever happened to that? Did they just fix those batteries? I, no, I, I, think, I think that's just the, the way the news is, man. They just have these flavor of the month stories. Like, I remember when Razor Scooters came out. Oh, Razor Scooters was, like, the most terrifying thing for the news for a while. They were having, like, don't let your kids use this because look at this kid. He fell off of one. I've never fallen off of a Razor Scooter. I've had it spin around and hit me in the ankle. But that's, like, the worst pain I've ever had on a scooter. Like, videos of people trying to scoot around in the park and, like, falling and busting their face in the cement. <laughs> being like, look at this. It's a menace. Yeah, we should look those videos up. Yeah, we should. Man. But uh, I think, you know, it, the practice is kind of a key thing to anything. Like, just, it's a fucking Razor scooter. It's a scooter. It's so easy. It has handles and feet things. Like, it's so easy. Everything is involved in this. There's no, like, you know, with a skateboard, you have nothing on your hands. You can hold on on a scooter. Like, how are you falling off? Yeah. How are you falling off? How are you fucking falling off? <laughs> can you imagine watching someone fall, like, just oh, losing their balance on a Razor scooter? I would laugh my ass off. When I see someone, like, <clears throat> like jump on a Razor scooter, like, think they're fucking cool, rolling down the street at, like, Drexel, I'm like, oh, you're fucking asshole, like... I would be hiding my face while I rode that thing. Okay, fuck out of here. Let alone for someone to fall on their face. Who looks worse, man? Who? Are, who? And right now, in the scheme of things, who is worse? A guy you see on a scooter, an electric like razor scooter, or a guy on one of those fucking segways? Who do you hate more? Oh, the segway guy. The segway guy, really? Yeah, because he paid three grand more, at least a thousand dollars more for his fucking shitty mobile device. It doesn't even do anything. He's like, look, I'm I'm, I'm going- just standing here and it's moving me. I'm going faster than I normally would by like it's like if they sped somebody up by like 1.2. You know what I mean? Like he's not going faster than he would. I heard walk some him. of them go 12 miles an hour, man. Oh shit! That's four times as fast as people walk. I would love to see somebody get hit with one of those by a car. I'm sorry, that's really messed <laughs> up, but that would bring me so much. Joy. I want to see one malfunction and like do something weird. Well, didn't the guy who created it? It's like the guillotine thing. He, uh, the guy who created it, like. He segued off of a cliff by accident. What? Do you remember that? No. He, he, he like jammed and he was like, oh, stop, segway. And he went right off of a fucking cliff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not funny. But It's a little funny. funny. It's like the guy who created the, the guy who created the guillotine. He went to like somebody who was like, hey, check out this new device for cutting people's heads off. Isn't that sick? And they were like, you're fucking asshole. You're going to get death by the guillotine. And he was like the first person, I think, or something. That's funny. Let's test it out. Oh, you're, you're pretty sick, dude. But we're going to... We're going to test this out. Barry says it works. Barry, get in there. Barry, get the fuck in there, Barry. <laughs> Barry, uh, inventor of the guillotine. Yeah, Barry. That's a real person. That's a real character. Barry French. You know, because he's French, dude. I guess the guillotine would be a French invention, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. That was all the French Revolution. That was, like, right around there. Word. You got to lob off a lot of people's heads. You got to do it really fast. You, don't, you can't just cut everybody's head off. You got to do it Mongol style. Mongol Have- style. Yeah, they would just have everyone in the army would, would be responsible for like six heads. Oh shit! That way, you a quota forty thousand. Yeah, ears. They did ears. What if I got five and a half? Like, god damn it! 
He does this every time. They would kill that motherfucker. Yeah, they'd kill him. and fuck around. They'd need a six head, huh? Yeah, it's like, you go and cut off six heads. That's your duty as your fucking... damn. As your... As in... Uh, as a warrior for us. Go Jesus chop six Christ. heads. And they brought back their left ear. I think. And, the, you know, they brought six ears and they're like, those are the heads I chopped off. Man, we have a great history That's how they executed of... whole cities, dude. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's... 20,000 people in a couple of days. They would just... <sighs> ching! You're, you know, 5,000 people... Four, you're responsible for four heads because there's 20,000 people here. Fuck, man. Whole cities. It's terrifying. That's absolutely terrifying. I'm actually, I mean, I'm glad I live in a time where I can talk about whether or not the iPhone is a good idea yeah. and whether or not the, the interview was a good movie. It's not just the time, too, dude. It's a place. You know, America is a, hot, true. Spot, a hot spot right now. Everywhere else, I mean, not everywhere else in the world, sorry. There's a lot of places in the world I'd not want to be, you know, in 2015. There's a lot of places in North America I wouldn't want to be. Yeah, Canada and yeah, U.S., yeah. you're pretty much... You'll, you'll probably be okay, but Mexico... I mean, there's some spots in the U.S. I don't want to find. There's some spots in fucking Philadelphia where I don't want to be. I don't go. Yeah, but they're probably not as bad as, like, the worst neighborhood in some other country. No, definitely not. But still not a place I'd want to go. I think there's a threshold of places I want to go. And it's kind of like a, you know, if you had to break it into a category of like, would you go or would you not go? Mm-hmm. There are just places I just don't want to go. Right. There's a lot of places like in Philly. There's a lot of places, probably in Detroit. There's a whole lot of places. I was watching this video about India and I know India, India is fucking there's huge. There's some places but... in India I do not want to see. Well, I, That would just take me on too much of a trip. I just don't think I'm ever going to go to India. I, I'm sorry. Sorry, Indian people. Not going to go because it looks hot as fuck over there. And a lot of that shit is fucking backwards. Like they're talking about like... Pakistan. They have this beef with Pakistan where they're gonna like blow them, blow their shit out of the water because they both have nukes and they hate each other. But they were both from India originally, so that's that explains a lot. I mean, I guess that happens in history anyway. We yeah. we had a civil war of our own, but yeah, I don't know. It, it is sort of like a game of catch up where where not every country has the internet, not every country has all of these things, but it seems like we're just waiting for everyone to get to this party. Yeah, that's you know how I, I mean? feel too. I think that uh, you know. And people have a lot of problem with the way that you define development. But I think there are certain things that historically you can see are markers for development, right? And I think there's a lot of things that can be broken down that way. And I think your type of society and your type of warfare, like the strategy of it, is a a huge marker. So I think uh, what I'm trying to say is, you know, this whole... You know, you're, we're beefing over some land and, you know, you know this is like a territory thing, like a, a village, like grudge kind of thing. It's old school, right? Because warfare to the U.S. is about you know, uh, like stabilizing or destabilizing areas so that you can move in and solve the problem the way that you want it to be solved and then setting up shop there. That's... You know, and then you get them in. With, we're playing with chess, and everyone else is playing checkers. We have like right, such. Right. A, a, we're on like level five, man. They're on like level three. They're they're right. fighting in the same war, but we're they're not thinking the same way we are. Nor right. are they like. And, and who's to say that um, we're the shit? It's just it, it, I would say we're the shit at our kind of warfare, which is a more advanced, I guess, form of warfare than what other countries are fucking with. Is that a bad or a good thing? Well, that's up to you. But I'm telling you, on a line of development, the U.S.'s uh, type of warfare is ahead of it. Because the, uh, the British had the idea of the of war for commerce, right? Conquer a land, steal their shit, 
bring it back to Britain and, you know, make a bunch of money and stockpile gold and shit. The U.S. is doing the same thing just in a very, in, a, in an updated way to where it's more about, like, forcing the issue as opposed to, like, uh, just going after the easy places. Like, India was kind of easy. They, like, I forget what it was. Did they get people sick or give them opium or something? I think it was opium. Or I forget, dude. I forget. They introduce some sort of substance to throw them off. Here are these blankets. Well, They're China. great new blankets. I think they did that. The Britain did that in China. They gave them. They gave uh, the Chinese a bunch of opium that they were getting from India or something. Shit, I'm getting all the details confused. But the point I'm trying to make is societies also. The democracy is the most advanced kind of society, historically speaking, because you get less of this barbarism and less of the the kind of savageness that we don't like. Like the Mongolian Empire was savage, dude. They just killed millions and millions of people in a time where people barely even knew there were millions of people on the planet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They just went around killing everyone they saw. Just for fun. Just just for fucking... I Not really for know. fun. For expansion, they would rape everybody. And that's why Genghis Khan is on like the dollar bill in China or something. Crazy man, it's crazy. Maybe not China. Maybe no, it's the Philippines, something like that. Mongolia. Maybe it is Mongolia. Probably that makes probably sense be because Mongolia. he's a Mongolian. Yeah. Uh, oh man, yeah. Fuck that. I don't know. Man. And now we have like guys who are like, "This is Gary. He's been training on Atari his whole life, and he just blew up three buildings." Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we we've gotten to the point where we don't even need to send dudes. Really, we could. We still do, but we don't need to. Right. No, we don't need to. Yeah, that's. I think that's what they've been spending most of their money on is like, well, that's the thing. That's what I'm saying about, sorry, I'm rambling, but that's what I meant about the, it's an advanced type of warf- warfare. You get the most benefit financially and uh, politically for the least amount of casualties on your side, at least. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're sending drones. You know, they use what's called proxy armies. That's their whole, f- that's, the, that's the game changer for America. And what we figured out is that if you know the right people and you push a little bit of money the right way, you can destabilize an entire fucking area. And then you move in, you put more money where you want it, and then you, uh, you know, you get people upset about what's going on there because it's, you know, if you pick the right spot, you're going to see some really rough shit going on. Like the Middle East, you're going to see some rough shit when you get these people angry at each other. And then you're like, well, we got to move in and fucking... We got to help these guys. We got to help these guys, yeah. right? And then, you know, and you can't, you know, at the end of the day, as fucked up as that sounds for us to go in there and be like, oh, this is how we're, you're going to do it now. You know, fuck how you've been doing it. I can't, I can't disagree with the idea that it would be better for the people who live there. I really can't get past that, you know, in the Middle East and Iran Pakistan. If the U.S. conquered all of them, or even West Western Europe, if we all banded together and conquered all those unstable areas, as fucked up as it sounds, and had like democratic leaders in, and they kind of did things more the way that we did in their own flavor, you know what I mean? Leaving some room for shit, but like the whole equality thing would be kind of important in the society. Well, I think I think what you're getting at, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it's it's this idea of uh, I advocate for. Uh, I don't. It's hard. People are going to get so crazy about this when they hear this. Yeah, that you hear me hedging my whole fucking. Yeah, you just got to totally. I'm trying to get detailed. No, no. About I, how I so one, see it. So like a one world government in theory is not a bad idea. People get caught up on the Illuminati shit and all that right. other stupid shit. But what I'm saying is, if we're all on the same team, then things will 
be better for everybody. And right. it's, it's the concept right. of that we all need to come together and start playing as like a global team. So that's kind of what I'm getting at. Right. Not Me necessarily too. like Me a, a one world government, like in the sense of like 1984, where we force everybody to do this because right. where it's like the U S conquers the world. I'm not talking about no. that. I think at this point we need to put more emphasis on the UN. We need to really bolster that as an institution that really is important to everyone and makes good decisions that everyone agrees to so that we can start to have a, a body that we can go to for international uh, like dis- reasons or whatever. If everybody had us a stake in this big thing, the problem, which we do. Well, the problem right now is that we, we obviously have this hierarchy where the U.S. is sort of at the top as far as military power mm-hmm. and, you know, influence around the world. So we're not really willing to give that up yet, I don't think. The, no, the, I don't think we really even have to. We don't have to really give it up because at this point, we've put so much money into our Department of Defense, and I'm sure a lot of that goes into research. That, you know, it would take so long for everyone to catch up that if we even converted that into, you know, still Department of Defense, but, you know, building up defenses of, of for the people, building up tougher homes, you know, uh, building stronger levees, you know, shit like that. Like, if that was the Department of Defense to actually defend our country and not go out and defend, you know, for our right to... Fucking, well, it's not really know. defense at that point. It's sort of offense. We're going to fix these yeah, people. We're right. going to fix them because these guys are bothering us. So we're yeah. we're offended by that. So we're going to go in the offense. Right. I think that's the point, that's the the story that they give us. You know, they yeah. don't they don't go into like, oh, well, we kind of need these resources, or we'd like to control this, or you know what I mean? Right. It, it, is, it seems like the a, ulterior motives. We could we could get to a one world government through diplomacy mm-hmm. or like kindness and goodness, but the, the that's not really what's that's not the easiest or fastest way to do it. So we're kind of going about it the way that's like we'll just blow you the fuck up. You know, we're going about it the way that we've been going about it before. forever, and that's forever. That's part of the problem. Oh, you know, of course. At this point, they're doing it smarter, they're doing it better, they're trying not to make as many mistakes as they did before, and that, and it's working out for the most part. You know, you look at any war in the, since, uh, World War II, and the number of casualties is, you know, it, it's, it almost, uh, doubles? Seems like triples? nothing. No, after, after World War II, there's almost no casualties compared oh, yeah. to that in any war. You know, of course, 60,000, 100,000, that's a lot. But when compared to like, 60 million, 30 million of World War One, and I don't even know if that's... Well, we'll see, man. Numbers, World War Three, World War Three. Can't wait. I Honestly, I think if we have a World War Three, it's not going to be the same. It's not going to be anything like that. I yeah. really don't. It's like when... Uh, it's like in high school when you'd see a... Fo- well, the high school that we went to where we had a lot of, a lot of clever children who weren't really used mm-hmm. to fighting... Uh, I saw this one, these two kids fight once. They're like, everyone came out. They're like, they're fighting. And they just pushed each other for like two minutes and then left. Oh my God. And I was like, oh, well, I left the class for this. Bullshit. Yeah. I want my money back. I really think the superpowers of the world have too much to gain by not letting things get as bad as they did before. You know, thank God we have this instance, two instances, really. World War One was bad enough. You know, they have really solid evidence data points where they can say like well let's not let it get to that point yeah and that's these why are the things we haven't have dropped like there. a nuke since pretty much yeah since yeah not pretty much we haven't used a nuke in warfare they might have tested they've nukes, tested them yeah but no one's used a nuke in war to kill people since we did it in japan yeah 
which is great for the human race, right? oh, for the for human sure. species. We are doing, we're doing a great job on that. Granted, things are still tense. We've still got nuclear missiles pointed at each other. But the fact that not a single one, there's been many wars, not a single one's been used. I think that's a good sign. It is. We're getting better. I think the real issue now is we need a whole you know, paradigm shift. We need a paradigm shift away from the old way and onto the new way. And there are a lot of things that are changing at the same time in a in almost a a contradictory way like you know you used to get most of the media giving you a an interpreted version of events now we have hundreds of thousands millions of media sources giving us all different perspectives on the issue and you can actually learn about the issue a lot deeper by hearing everyone's perspective. You can see YouTube videos. You can see, yeah. you know, but there's also, you know, the problem that runs into is you've got like people shitty blogs where they're like, well, it was the space aliens. And then Mars came and yeah. he came down and he did the thing and we're going to get him. And it's like, well, there's a lot of disinformation as well. Yeah. But hey, I think it's important to read that too because you start to learn the flavor of disinformation. You start to learn like, well, these are the tricks that they use. They, they use very convincing syntax you know the structure of their sentence works really well when you read it but they're not actually making any points that can be verified or they're they're skirting around the details really well and then you have to start questioning well what can i actually take from this what like what conclusions can i actually make based on you know this book or whatever if it's so interpreted yeah I'd like to think that I'd like to think that we're in the majority here, man. I do worry though because I see a lot of knuckleheads, and maybe they're just because they're the loudest. I, I, somebody brought that up to me the other day when you, when you look on YouTube comments or something like that, and you see these stupid, you know, I'm just putting out whatever I want. Perhaps it's because the people who are willing to post anything on YouTube are a certain type of personality mm-hmm. who are willing to like interact in a public forum like that where you don't know people. So it's not really like Facebook. You're just putting it out for everybody to see on this right. thing. This is my opinion. And I would, I, I rarely ever do that. I think I've commented on like two YouTube videos in my life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and th- that was years ago. I haven't done it for years. I don't think I'll do it again ever. Really, yeah, I think it's become societally widely known that the comment section of pretty much anything could get hairy. It could get ugly and nasty. And you but is that because we're terrible people? Is it just because the people who post are terrible people? I, it's not I think a, it's a situational thing. If you have a situation where you can post anonymously and not have consequences, the vast majority of people who are attracted to that prospect are people who are going to use it to like, mm, fuck you. Like, ah, oh, you can st- shove a dildo right in your fucking asshole. Double like, anal. Yeah. It's like, well, what the fuck, dude? Like, this is a kid's video. You know? Like, yeah. Fuck you. Fuck you. So I think at this point, we know as a society, like, or at least... The people who it's weird, man. I don't know how to. I, make I guess that I'm just worrying about whether or not it's are a, aware. It's an accurate depiction of who we are as a people, and I don't, I don't, I don't know if it it's is. It's an accurate, de- accurate depiction of who would post anonymously yeah. on, on, you know, this video. That you have to take it for what it is. It's an anonymous fucking like you can say anything you want, and not, no one's going to say anything. So you know, you're not going to get a cross section of of people. You're getting mostly, or you're getting an overabundance of assholes who just want to say some dirty shit that they don't have another space to say. This is the only place I can be anonymous. No one's going to fucking know it's me. So I don't really have to deal with the consequences of of my dirty ass words. I'm just going to say them. You know what I'm just going to say this shit all over this shit. Fuck, 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 fuck. And it's like, well, 
that guy or those people spend a lot of time commenting on YouTube videos and spouting that kind of shit out. And you don't spend a lot of time commenting because you know that those people are out there doing that. And it's like, well, I'd have to comment as much as them. And I don't want to do that to, yeah. to even the scales. So, of course, you're going to get more of them is the point I'm trying to make. And at this point, we should all know that the open comment section on any kind of media thing is subject to vile, profane shit. And you should just not go there if you don't want to see that kind of shit. It'll be, like, it'll be like mother turns overturned car because it's blocking her baby or whatever. And the first comment will be like, bitch. Yeah, like, exactly. It'll always be like the worst, the worst shit. Oh, this is some feminist bullshit again. Like, tell me how strong she is. Like, oh, an independent woman? Fuck you. And it's like, oh, dude, like, this is about a woman saving her child. Like, fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. Yeah. I, I, yeah, that's why I don't go to comment sections anymore. And I don't think celebrities do. So even if you wanted to say something nice and have a celebrity know, like, oh, like, I really enjoyed that part of your video, you know. It was really awesome. That The comments place is not to do it. Maybe Twitter. Twitter's probably the your best bet. At catching a celebrity's attention. Yeah. But not on the comment section of YouTube. That's a dangerous, scary place. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, oh, boy. What a crazy time to live, though. Seriously. Yeah. You have so much access to so much stuff all the time that it's 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 literally impossible to have the same experience. Like, it's not like back in the day when everyone's like, well, this show's on. We all saw it. Mm -hmm. it's, it's sort of like, well, I was doing this other thing. I found this video of this little kid trashing a supermarket. Yeah, well, I found a video of this uh, uh, fucking... A kangaroo choking another kangaroo out. Like we can fucking let's oh, watch shit. them both. I would fine. love to see that. Actually, do you have a video? Yeah, like that? I actually do. Yes, I saw it on the Joe Rogan Experience. Oh it's man, fucking okay, insane. So the kang it literally with its hands just chokes out a fucking another kangaroo. kangaroo? Yeah, wow, nuts, dude. Are they, they wearing boxing gloves? Or are they just? They are. No. Oh, dude, <laughs> I wish it's totally in the wild, man. Totally in the wild. That's crazy. I okay. So that's the that's the to do list. I got to see a kangaroo. Choke out another kangaroo, and I have to see a guy get hit on a Segway. <laughs> These are my to-do list things. Just have it on loop, and then it can. Then someone can make a funny remix where they they auto tune oh, the guy getting hit. Isn't it so predictable? He's getting hit. Ah, I, I find myself getting jaded by, or uh, jaded of everything. Like I don't know how to, how the grammar works there, because I'm so used to, like knowing how people are going to respond to to something like on Facebook, like. Once this, like the Michael Brown case happened, I was like, oh, God. Here we fucking go. Here we go. And lo and fucking behold, everyone's more divided on race than they were in the 1960s. You know what I mean? We're all getting angry at each other again on some fucking, on some sh a shit that isn't even racial. It's police brutality that's the issue. It doesn't, like, that's what we're really upset at in, in all of these cases. But we're just getting confused about it. I knew it was going to happen. You can watch it happen. But the bright spot, I think, is that people who are thinking and people who are on the right kind of, or at least on the, the same kind of path I'm on, are out there saying like, well, don't you notice that it's kind of a waste to get upset about the Or they're not saying anything at all. They're just not even, there's probably a I think there are, it's both ways, man. There are people who are saying shit. There's people who, who are not. We just have to keep saying. Hey, guys, relax. The important shit. Yeah. Relax. Or focus. Focus on the right shit. Focus on the right... Think about shit for a while. Really sit with it. Research. You know? That's what I'm all about. Don't make a, a flash decision based on 
It's a mob mentality, man, though. Everybody wants to be, everyone wants to be right. And they want everyone to know that they're right. So regardless of the issue, they'll go for whatever they think is the right thing. And I'm not even talking about specifics with the Michael Brown case. I'm not making a statement on, on, on that issue at all. Right, I'm, right, I'm right. saying, but people, people will be like, oh, this is what the accepted view is. Then I'm just going to say that. Anyone who doesn't say right. that, fuck you. And now I'm a guy who like fights for the good. You know what I mean? Yeah. I find that to be mostly an identity thing. Yeah. And or in, in a broad kind of a way. Yeah. Like you're saying, it's, it's all about like, you know, you're defining yourself by whose side you're on on this issue. And there's this, there's this, I think it was a philosopher. I forget his name, dude. He, he was, it was a gay philosopher and he was, he Gross. wrote a lot of shit about sexuality and like theories about like society and how it, it He's probably just thinking about dicks be. all day. He probably was. And that's probably why he was like, why am I thinking about dicks all day when I've been taught to think He's about like, I got muscles kids. on the mind. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, damn. Full circle. Yeah. Full circle. No, but it's the same. I mean, it's the same thing with the MLK thing. They even come full circle again. It's, 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 it's image over substance in a lot of ways. And that's right. I don't I know what the that term, is. I forget the term he used, but it's, it's a way it's an identity thing. You know, you, Society says, like, here's an issue. Where do you stand on it? And I forget what it's called, but it's like, uh, it forces you to answer. It sounds like you know? choose your own adventure, I think is what you're thinking of. Choose your own adventure. <laughs> I'm not, I don't think so, but close. You're close. But that, you know, the forcing you to choose is the weird social construct. You don't really have to choose things because you're a fucking human being and you can do whatever the fuck you want, honestly. Yeah. You know, even if you're in a land where, you know, it's illegal, like, well, you can still do it. You just are probably going to have some consequences to deal with later. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can still do whatever the fuck you want within the possibility of, you know, what's possible. So that's, you know, if you're in jail, that limits your possibilities, but you do whatever the fuck you want. Where was I going with that? Uh, something about image over substance. The philosopher, gay philosopher. I sorry, I kind of oh, threw you off. Oh yeah. So the weird <laughs> thing that I don't like, sorry, is that uh, there are all these issues where you have to pick a side on. Where I don't believe that there are two sides to the issue. Like I don't believe in the issue. You know what I mean? It's almost like a there is no spoon kind of thing. I don't believe. Are you with us or against us? It's, it's like, well, well, why can't I just always be with you even if I disagree? Yeah, right. I'm I'm down for everyone. So, like, if you, you're choosing, like, are you, do you agree that the Michael Brown case was racially uh, charged or not? I'm like, well, I can't really say, so I'm not going to, like, this issue is not about that to me. It's about police brutality and the consequences of police brutality, whether it's black, white, Hispanic, even Asian on occasion. People get hung up on those small distinctions. I think, I don't know, it could also be that, like, we are the first generation to grow up with public television for kids. You know what I mean? Like, they had it in the 70s, but we are, like, the first generation that has seen, like, this entire world since we've grown up and been like, what the fuck are we fighting about? And all the lessons are just like, hey, you know, we're all just humans, man. And, and some people just haven't picked up on that or they won't let go of the things that they identify with, whether it's religion, race, all these other things that they're just sort of stuck in Mm -hmm. this is me this is me and anything that's not me fuck you you can't tell me that it's not me and that i don't need it and that i can't fucking stop it you know i'll stop whenever the fuck i want but this is me like all right like dude i'm down with that until you're hurting other people or you're you know you're doing some harmful shit then maybe we should just give up on that you know maybe let's give up on that habit if you're harming yourself or somebody else yeah. And as a society, I think we can agree. We can come to agree on the other shit. It's You can identify as whatever you want, but it's when you start to other other people. Like, mm-hmm. I'm this, and they're not, so... Right. 
you know, I'm standing up for my rights, for people like me. But we're all people. We're all the same people, and we all want to have the same things. We want shelter. We want food. And we want to be happy. Right. You know what I mean? We want to survive. And at that point, when I'm seeing all these things about global warming and climate change, that should be the one thing that pulls us all together. If you want some sort of alien invasion to bring us together, if you want yeah. some sort of outside force, that's it. That's it, because that's going to affect all of us. Mm-hmm. Every single one of us. It doesn't have Dude, to be aliens. In it doesn't Venice. have to be nuclear fucking explosions everywhere. In Ve- we already have the, the fucking demon. Venice is flooded now 100 days out of the year. Damn. Uh, they started building little pathways for people to walk on, and tourists are coming and be like, this is crazy. We're like in a store, but there's water everywhere. But And everyone else is like, oh my god, my house is, com- is going yeah. underwater. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, this is happening. Greenland yeah, is melting, man. Antarctica is going to probably melt too. I forget what the islands are called. The Mandives, I think. The yeah, Mandives or Mandives. Ma- Maldives. Maldives. Maldives, I think, Maldives. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're just going underwater steadily yeah. every year. They're just losing a little bit more. And the of their president island. is like, "Hey, does anyone want to listen to me?" And they're just like, "Ah, fuck you, man." Yeah, right. Fuck your little country. What do you What do you export to us? You know, how much are you? How are you worth? How much are you? You know, how can you pay for your people to get over here? It's like, well, fuck you, dude. We're all gonna die because you're warming up the whole fucking planet, and now the ocean's gonna swallow my island. It's like some Atlantis shit, man. They're gonna write about it. Ah, look, another fire thing. Every time we record, man, dude, it's good ambiance. It's like man. clockwork. It's. People need to know the reality of where we're living. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Hey, everyone get alerted. That was the alert bell for climate change. <laughs> we planned that out totally. We need to raise awareness for climate change. You know what it is, I think, is going to save us all? Is the is if you if we identify ourselves as human beings. Because I think the, you need an identity to really f- have other parts of your brain function correctly. Right? You need a solid identity. We need to identify as humans in the human species who are dealing with global climate change. If that is the the running theme through everyone's mind on this planet, you know, we'll figure out the other details along the way. But if we can get everyone involved on that, that has the potential to make all the other shit like, you know, well, all right, well, you know, we did have that squabble there for like a thousand years, but like well, we're, longer we're than that, man. We were we've been squabbling since the dawn of time. Squabble, man. We're just we're just kind of over it at this point. There's no we've conquered everything. We all the land is we've mapped out pretty much everything yeah. on the earth, right? There's nothing. There's no more we've secrets. Pretty, we've pretty much destroyed everything on the planet too, at least once over. There's we, very few things that we haven't destroyed. We understand what resources we have and we don't have globally, right? So at this That's point, crazy. Like we have, a, you could right now look up how much rice there is in the entire planet. You could find out like to to the ton. You know, well, China has this much. Uh, you know, in their trades in a day and they have this much in reserve in case shit goes down you know what i mean we know all that shit it's fucking crazy man yeah and we just haven't i mean it's a transitional period man i I mean things happen pretty quickly in 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 human existence right we've Mm -hmm. only we found out about the light bulb you know less than 200 years ago we have we have things the industrial revolution happened less than 200 years ago slavery ended less than 200 years ago these Damn, things are dude, happening so crazy. rapidly it just yeah. seems like it's a small scale because it's not happening within your lifetime so people are getting right. impatient why isn't everything perfect now why don't we live in a utopia and it's like well we have to we have to we can keep dreaming for that that's the goal that's right? the goal that should be the goal yeah it should be the goal but don't that get upset when things aren't you know the way that you want them to be Right. Make them the way you want them exactly. to be. Exactly. Start taking baby steps. If you see like, ah, this shit should be so much better than it is, then you need to do something about it and be like, well, what do you see? You know, help us all see your vision of what the world should be and let's come together on, you know, the overlap. You know, there's got to be overlap. 
you ask any kid, oh, stop harming the, you know, the animals or stop, don't kill animals. Like, don't uh, fucking throw trash on the ground. All kids can be like, yeah, I, I understand that. You know what I mean? We can come together as people and agree on some simple shit. That's yeah. all I'm saying. And the more you come to agree on and the more people follow it, you know, it, it really does do well for like uh, health and wellness. Oh, for sure. And equality also, because once yeah. we all identify as each other, then we won't have that sort of thing where it's like, this is mine. Right. And you can't have it because it's fucking mine. It's and if you have it, I don't have it. Yeah. If everybody has it, there's no problem. Right. You don't get anxious about that shit. If everyone has access to, to food and water and shelter in the entire world, things would get a lot better. Yeah. That's, that's, that's it. And the, the crazy thing is that it's only those three things, really. The other stuff is mm-hmm. excess bullshit, which is great to have, like, a- access to the internet, blah, 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 right, all this right. stuff. But there are people who don't have the three basic necessities to even get to that level. Right. The people in other countries can't get to the point where they're sending drones out because they haven't figured out this other shit. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like in Civilization, the game Civilization. Well, it, I mean, it is fucking Civilization. It's not, the, not the game. Uh, I'm like, game. oh, it's like the game I played because I'm a fucking asshole who was born in 1991. Like... <laughs> All my references are video yeah, game yeah. things. Oh, dude, that's a pretty fast train. It's like Sonic. It's kind of like that video game. It's kind of like that. Vi- but yeah, but in Civilization, you could end the game where people are still going on boats and you have like giant robots that are going around <laughs> burning down cities. And that's where we are pretty much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. We're right there. We're there. We could build a Terminator if we wanted right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. It would maybe. maybe not as functional as the ones in the movies where they're thinking yeah, for themselves. You're right. We could build a Terminator that's like, do? I'm going to kill people. We have like drone shits. But, but I'm saying we could build one that yeah, looks exactly like a Terminator. Right. I'm stuck on that. With like a trillion fucking dollars, we could do anything oh, the fuck we want. Yeah. 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 I mean, they probably already do. They probably already have like Mandroid fucking robots. Oh shit. no, Mandroid's here. <laughs> I hate when Mandroid comes here. Uh, I think the, the, the weird thing is we're moving so fast in some ways, and we're so stuck in other ways, and I think we are past the point of progression where we can start to relax on the expansion side of it and the, the R&D side of it. Where there's so much, we have so much good information now that we can hold off on like getting more if we can divert that energy towards bringing uh, everybody up to the same level. Right, exactly, right. Yeah. And then once we're all there, then we can be like, well, what's next? Right. Then then what's next? Like, what, what's the Star next Star Trek, stage? man. Star Trek is next. It is. It I, is. I mean, I'm not totally sold on that, but that's the next goal. That's the next big goal is how the fuck do we get to other planets? No, I'm just talking about the next going? movie, Star Trek 3. Once, once we can all go see that, that would be great. No, you know what I'm talking about. When the yeah, goal is no I longer see, fighting amongst each other, it's sort of like, how, what, what do you want to do with your life? I want to better myself. I don't well, have to work at this shitty-ass job because we got robots doing it now. Now I just get to like paint pictures and do whatever I want all day. You know what I mean? That's the utopia that we're working towards. And we're close. We're really we're close. close. I mean, we're sitting here talking into a mic so that people can listen to it and you know hear our ideas. That's such a luxury to have. And we, you know... We're really close to a utopia in the United States in that kind of a sense. We, there's a lot of problems, but compared to every other human that has ever lived on the planet, we are in the 99.9999th percentile of you know luxury that humans have experienced. Just don't ask me to arm wrestle any of those guys. Yeah, well, that's what luxury <laughs> gives you. But at the same time, we're in the, the you know we've got all this fucking luxury, uh, but we're losing sight of like the the importance of 
like being a human. You know what I mean? I, I don't know how else to describe it. Like we're thinking like, oh, like what else can we do to, to be like, you know, to get everyone rich and, you know, let's get you know, more shit and everyone needs more shit. Well, it's like we don't though. We need food, water and shelter. That's what we need. So let's get everyone to need that. And then all the other problems you can start solving. I don't know. But hey, check out it's the just Venus so Project. simple, dude. It's so we know that's a, we know what to do at this point. Yeah. If we're having this discussion, people who know more shit than we do have to be having this discussion. And you, why the the mind-boggling thing is that there are so many people having so many other discussions that we just need to focus on the important shit. If we could just focus on the life and death shit again, and not the fucking oh, it it's a you're insulting my fucking identity. What I identify I identify with. as a dog. I live in a doghouse and ate dog food. If you don't like that, fuck you. I'm, I'm legally registered as my mom and dad's pet, so fuck you. <laughs> I take vaccinations for rabies and everything. I get whisper, whisker implants. <laughs> I fucking... Sometimes I shit I places. have rights too, you son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, yeah. Well, I don't know, man. I think just talking about it helps a lot. Because we're, I mean, we're at this point where we don't even fucking need chairs, dude. Yeah, fuck chairs. Well, everybody has them. We don't even need them. It's healthier actually to not have them. Dude, I'm throwing my chairs out. I really, I'm, you saw where this sofa was before I moved it out for the fucking show. It was cl- folded off, off in the fucking side. I was sitting on a yoga mat. Look at you. I'm just all about it, man. I'm all about making better decisions because it, it just makes more sense. Now I'm going to keep my chairs, but I see what you're saying. Yeah. I'm going to keep my iPhone too, but I see what you're saying. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm just willing to just jump off that ledge. I don't know. Dude, do it. Give, I, I give think, me your chairs. It's just, I think we take so much for granted because we're living in such compared comparative luxury to the humans who lived 40,000 years ago, 20,000 years ago that we just... 100 years ago. 200 years ago. Yeah. Closer. Even. You could be closer. You could say even, even 60 years live ago. On the planet now, just in a different spot in the world. Oh, yeah. You know, we're living in such luxury compared to that. I played Game Boy and some woman's getting stoned in Iraq. Literally, like I'm like beep boop. I got the high score. She's like dying. Like ah, God, yeah. That's that's, that's what it reality. sounds like too. Yeah, that's the reality. And there's child soldiers that are fucking getting shot up in Africa somewhere. Like that should happen. Yeah, there. but their KD streak on Call of Duty uh, is not that good. Yeah, no, it's not. So fuck, fuck them. That's and what they I just time to learn on. how to aim. You know, they're only eight. <laughs> uh, that's what we need to have a new series, a new YouTube series: child soldiers playing Call of Duty for the first time. Just not knowing how to like move around in the space. Everyone's, Everyone, like, everyone's just like, loser. Clearly can't win any wars. Duh, dummy. dumb dickhead. Oh my god. Calling Look at this UAV, guy. asshole. Oh my god. Meanwhile, Two kills, 32 deaths, bitch. Oh my god. I hope your real life kill streak wasn't that fucking gross. They're like still covered in the guts of the child they like sacrificed before the battle. Yeah, it gives me immunity. Weird. Never heard of that. Hey, it works, man. I'm still here. I'm going to go to Dunkin' Donuts, and uh, I'll be right back. I'm going to get really nervous about walking <laughs> up to the guy at the counter. I like those problems better. I like dealing with that better than I mean, those are the problems we should be dealing with. We should be dealing with the bullshit, like, social anxiety. The social anxiety stuff comes out of... I have a joke about this that I do on stage where it's like, you know, if lions were still running around, I wouldn't be freaking out about talking to women and blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, I grew up hoping and believing... That we were already there, and mm-hmm. then the stu- the reality, like the the the, 
realization that we're not is so very frustrating to me. Yeah. And we're doing the same thing where we're like, why aren't we there yet? But I think it is happening. I think it's just slow. It's slower than we want it to be. And we're just impatient. Mm -hmm. I think everything's going to be okay. Be patient, man. I'm not sold on that yet, man. There's so many ways. If we make it, if we make it. Look, at this point, at this point, we're digging ourselves into the, into the climate hole so deep that at this point, we're just accepting that we're going to lose most of the species on the planet in like, you know, a hundred years. Like, we're just like, yeah, that's going to happen because we haven't done anything real about this yet. So I'm not totally sold on the idea that everything's going to be okay, but we'll survive. <laughs> most of the people who have money will survive. Maybe our grandkids won't even hear this shit. They'll, they won't even exist. Yeah, <laughs> They'll be wiped out. Yeah, we might get malaria because that shit's going to be hopping all over the globe when everything's a little bit hotter and people are a little bit poorer and things are a little bit worse. Well, we'll just rename it Conversations for Somebody's Grandkids then. Yeah. Somebody, right, so somebody's is, Grandkids can hear this. This has been some uh, conversation for Somebody's Grandkids. Hey, you little fuck. You may not be related to me by blood, but, you know. Listen up. One love. <laughs> so We're a human species. Didn't we already say that? Yeah. Little fuck. Well, I feel better. Yeah, me too. Thanks, dude.